Well, welcome back to another edition of the Beth Linder Moss podcast with best-selling author and social media influencer, Beth Linder Moss. My name is Harold Nickel. We're going to continue with something that Beth talked about a bit last week, and that is the annual ritual of making and then breaking New Year's resolutions. And what I've seen is that most resolutions are forgotten by February and more than 80% of people admit to breaking their resolutions. Um, Beth, I bet that the other 20% are, are being dishonest. Uh, but I think we've all heard that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different outcome. So I don't think it's much of a stretch to say that making and then breaking resolutions fits this description. What's a better way to achieve a good, healthy outcome in 2023? Um, yeah, it's crazy how many people actually make, res- you know, make New Year's resolutions and then break them, forget about them. All of it goes by the wayside. Um, I think that for, in my opinion, the best thing you could really do is to, instead of maybe calling it a New Year's resolution, I feel like that alone is like good. It's just like has like a, a target on it to like not happen, right? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like the name itself right there is like not going to happen. You say it, definitely not going to happen. <laughs> um, but maybe what we could do is you, if you want to make something that you're thinking that you want to do for yourself, um, maybe just say, you know, you have some goals. Let's, let's set some short-term goals. Right. You know, a lot of people are like, I am going to the gym. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then they have this list, right? Yeah, and right. Just, a lot of it's just not attainable. Like, you know, realistically, I'm going to, you know, in the month, in the month of January, I'm dropping, you know, 30 pounds. Well, <laughs> That's, that's one a day. That's a pound every day. <laughs> and that's very unrealistic. The healthiest way to drop weight is to drop, you know, about two pounds a week maximum anyway. Wow. Um, and then it slows down after you start doing that anyway. Right. But besides that, like setting realistic goals, like maybe it's something that you do want to say, you know what, in 2023, I do want to do something different. First of all, they have to be something that you truly want for yourself. Mm-hmm. So it has to be coming from you, not right. like, oh, the doctor told me I have to lose 20 pounds. So I'm going to do it, you know, but that's it's coming because the doctor's telling you, not because you're like, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds so that I can, you know, I want to go out and do this and this and this. I want to feel better. I don't want to feel tired. I might want my clothes to fit, like all the different reasons that maybe you would want to do it versus somebody else saying you need to do it or a significant other saying, Hey, I think you should really lose a couple, you know, mm-hmm. instead of them doing it, you have, it has to come from you. But some things that you could really do is like, like I said, like set these small attainable goals, not mm-hmm. New Year's resolutions, but let's set goals. Yes. We all have a big picture in our head as to what that big goal should be. But I've said it many times already, and it's taken those small steps that add up to the big goal. Mm -hmm. So I think that you're better off just making these small attainable goals. Is it, you know, it doesn't always, and let me just make this clear. It doesn't always have to be about health and fitness, you know, it's not always health, fitness and, and, um, you know, and nutrition. It can be that you just want to say that, you know what, I'm going to start giving out 
being nice to other people and I'm going to give a compliment a day to somebody right. or a compliment a week, really. Maybe once a week, I give somebody a compliment. You know, like, it could be like little things. It could just be that maybe you're going to start to journal. Maybe you want to just, you know, just do like, uh, I'm going to clean out my closet. Mm-hmm. Like, right? Like, right. Do something that's going to make you feel good. That is like the best part. Like do something that you're going to feel really good about. Yes. Um, like I said, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be that you have to lose weight and it doesn't have to be that you're going to start working out, but it can be like the little things like, you know, that one closet, like I said, that is like always like you open the door and everything falls out. Right. Or the dining room table that has turned into like a pile of mail, mm-hmm. or whatever it might be, like go through something. And maybe that's going to make you feel better. Right. You know, um, I liked what you said about not calling them resolutions because it seems like that that's just a recipe for failure and maybe not calling them resolutions, but setting those goals is a step towards that right mindset. Yes. You know, the right mindset, you know, obviously my book is called Think Healthy, Be Healthy. Yes. But it's, (laughs) but it's, Still, you know, like I, I think a lot of it is when I say the right mindset is, are you doing it for you? Mm-hmm. Is it going, if you do it for somebody else, it doesn't seem to, to last. No. Maybe it'll work for a short period of time, but it doesn't last. So think about, especially, you know, all of these things that we're talking about, like it has to be for you. Like you want to walk in your house and feel better that that closet when you open the door, doesn't everything doesn't fall out on you. Do you want to, um, you know, get more sleep every night so that you feel better throughout the day, drinking water, all the little, all these things, a better mindset. You're doing these for you. The mindset is that you're going to be able to attain them so you can stay on track. When we set these big goals and they're unattainable, then of course we're all going to forget about it. It's the same thing as, okay, so we all know that when we go to the gym on January 2nd, mm-hmm. the place is packed. Boy. Like packed, jam-packed. Absolutely. Like, that's because because we set these resolutions. I'm going every single day. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. Like, you you build up to that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, but like, But because I didn't do it every single day, and then it's, you know, January 15th, and I didn't go every day. I just throw the towel. Right. You know, like forget it. I'm done. You know, <laughs> it's raining. <laughs> so, like, we have to be the right mindset. Meaning, like, let's do things that let's set goals that are attainable. Let's make things positive. Let's surround ourselves with positive people as well, who are going to help keep us on track of making the goals that we have set out for ourselves. Man, I love that. And um, I love the word positive. And I got to know, is this overall approach to the right mindset, is this the same as positive thinking? Oh, they definitely go together for Mm -hmm. sure. Okay. Um, You know, if you're always negative and everything just is always like, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Nothing, nothing. It's like always like, you know, I, if you like you, it's better to like look at the glass half full, but you know, instead of like half empty kind of thing. Um, so yes, I would say that you do, you know, the positive stuff does happen. Of course, things are not 
always fantastic. And, you know, but instead of always looking at the downside of everything, start to find one bright thing out of something that might, that maybe happened. Maybe that, you know, there's always something, one thing you could probably pull out of that was positive. And let's focus on that. Yes. Yeah. That's so well said. And, um, like you had mentioned in, in the book, think healthy, be healthy. You had, you had written that when you're having a bad day and you mentioned a little bit about this a minute ago, you go and you work out and, you know, I find the same thing for myself that it always b- boosts my mood. But what do you say to people who say that they just hate working out? That's okay. I mean, for me, I, I that, that always helps me. But mm. maybe I'm going to tell somebody else that maybe what you need to do is just put on like your favorite music. What mm. Like sometimes you have a song or any artist that might like pick up your mood. You could do that. Somebody else might want to journal. Some people might just need, like, need to cook, but if you're going to cook, let's cook something healthy, you know? <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, there's other ways that you can, like, get out of that, like, bad mood. Um, I, I actually, I know for a fact that, like, when my mom is stressed, she, mm-hmm. likes bakes. But, you know, um, but hope, but she, but I give her healthy recipes to bake with. Um, right. but, you know, it's put on, like, that, like, that really good song or, or, you know, maybe, there's a book that puts you back in a better mood. Like what? Like you got to find that one thing. Um, I, I don't. Know, maybe go play with some puppies. Ooh. You know, like <laughs> you know, go to the go, go to a store that has lots of puppies, or go to the park where you mm-hmm. see all those puppies. I mean, or kittens. Who's, like what puppy or kitten doesn't put you in a good mood? Right? I, I've never <laughs> met one yet. I can tell you. <laughs> and but if uh, but if eating fudge puts you in a better mood, that's not such a good idea. <laughs> that's what I said. Let's go for the healthier version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. But like, because that's really like when you say and you're going to go eat a, a, a thing of ice cream. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, oh, that's not the direction we want to go in. No. Um, but instead of doing that, we can make healthier versions of the, of some foods that maybe are comfort foods. We can make a healthier version um, of you know a lot of things. So we could look up a recipe that maybe you know would be helpful, or just plug that you know that music in. I. I say go for a walk. I take my dog for a walk. Mm-hmm. I'll go for a walk. Maybe you go for a walk and listen to your favorite music. That would be like a double amazing whammy, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I totally agree. And I, you know, found earlier um, in my experience that when I go work out, if I go run or um, just spend maybe 10 minutes on, I don't know, doing push-ups or, or uh, getting on the, the strider, I I always feel better. And I don't know what the physiological brain chemistry is behind that, but there's definitely something to it. And along those lines, oh, I, you get the, yeah, you, I'm sorry, you get go that, ahead. You get the endorphins that, the endorphins that are going. It's yeah. amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Now, I also learned that being in a class, an exercise class, that that was way more fun than just, you know, showing up and lifting weights on my own or being on the treadmill is uh, getting to that positive mindset for a, a better new year. Is is that a good thing to do, be in a class with others? Well, I actually find it amazing. Um, so, you know, I always say that maybe, you know, you want at least one workout partner. Um, it holds you accountable. Not only does it hold you accountable, but it all, but that other person or other people around you, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, it, it's somebody to talk to. It's somebody who's going through the same thing as you. Maybe not exactly the same thing, but you, you're all on your own journey. But you're all going through the journey together, which actually makes it really nice. You have right. a support system, like a built-in support system. Um, and then, you know, of course, while you're in the class, you have someone to complain with. And you're like, oh, yes. my God, not another burpee. <sighs> oh, my God, more burpees. Are you kidding me? You know, someone, you know, someone else who can, like, to get, to get into it with you, um, who feels the same way because they're going through it with you. Yeah. Um, but the support system you get from we're having a buddy or uh, going to a group class, group fitness classes, those are, I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And um, somebody to complain with, I've heard this expression, misery loves company. And so uh, yeah. <laughs> let's all be miserable together. <laughs> now, um, well, you're not going to be miserable because after you work out, you feel amazing. Yeah. So a lot of times people will tell me we have a love-hate relationship. So they hate me, you know, quote-unquote hate me during, like, their actual fitness time with me. But then the second it's over, they absolutely love me because they love how they feel. They're loving the results that they might be getting, that kind of stuff. So um, the love-hate relationship, that kind of goes along with that. So you're not miserable the whole time. Maybe just during some of those burpees. But you're really not because... You know, it might be hard, but you got to get yourself out of that comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And to achieve your to achieve your goals, you got to get out of that comfort zone anyway. Yeah, somebody told me once that if it hurts, that means you're doing it right, and so um, that's uh, well. There's a difference. There's a difference between hurting and feeling your muscles working or getting a, you know getting a little more breath. So you never want to be in pain when you're working out, but you definitely want to push yourself and get yourself out of that comfort zone for sure. And sometimes after you work out, you're sore. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, I think sore is what is what this individual meant. Not that you know you torqued your back out alignment or something like that. So, um, right. No, I totally get it. Uh, I know that you have to work, or you don't have to, but that you work with a lot of of individuals and lots of different types of folks. And I'm willing to bet that you've come across some who are just really negative and have all but quit before they even got started with you. How do you approach folks like that? You know, I really try to find that, like what we were just talking about, that like one positive thing that we can find out of each situation. Mm -hmm. But, you know, even if it's something small, but as long as we can find something positive, we could kind of turn things around and then we could start like, Taking the baby steps. Yes. Yeah. That's a, that's such a good point. Um, and a lot of times having a teacher or an instructor, somebody like you there to help us recognize that one positive thing is a big help. Don't you think? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Just finding the positive, like it can turn a situation around. Like, you know, Obviously, sometimes there are definitely negative things, like I said, but if you could just find that little light in there, um, it kind of helps bring it around just a little bit. It'll make it, you, you look at it and tweak it a little bit the way you're looking at it. Right, right. Um, with the time we have left, Beth, um, let's kind of sum this up. And what I heard you say at the outset was that instead of resolutions, which seem like just a prescription for failure, make healthier decisions and maybe 
do that one thought at a time? How does that sound? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, like I said, like we want to, like we're taking a recipe, we want to just turn it around, make it a little healthier. But like, and you want to just take the baby steps, take your resolution that's not a resolution, and let's turn some of those into some attainable goals. Mm -hmm. And you just take it one day at a time. Like, literally, that's all the small steps, one day at a time, healthier decisions, wiser choices, um, things that make you happy. Yes. That's uh, so well said, and um, thank you, Beth Linder Moss, for your wisdom and, and expertise in, in this area. You could think of renaming resolutions as one good step away from failure and the almost certainty of it to, uh, to a better 2023. Yes. Uh, yes. So, Beth's book, Think Healthy be healthy is available everywhere that books are sold and on Amazon. And you can see it on her website, which is her name, Beth Lender dash Moss. You can listen to previous episodes of the podcast and read Beth's blog. And we'll be having some of the uh, news stories that have covered Beth here in the last couple of weeks. That'll also be available on her website, which again, BethLinder-Moss.com. Thanks for listening, everybody, and tell your friends about the Beth Linder Moss podcast, and we'll see you next time.